Hello and praise the Lord. This is Evangelist Frank King. And I want to thank you for joining me for this episode of the podcast. This is Bible-based programming aimed at providing spiritual enrichment for God's people in these challenging and latter days. Today I want to discuss the importance of the Word of God in our life the indispensability of the Word of God in our life. Every several hours, you and I get hungry for food. Unless a person has a memory problem, nobody goes through the day and forgets that he hasn't eaten. This is the Lord's doing. He made us in such a way that we need food to sustain our body in order for us to function properly. But my friend, you and I are not only a physical being, but also we are a spiritual being. And no matter how good and wholesome the foods are that we eat, they can do nothing to help us become spiritually strong or healthy. For that purpose, God has given us the Word of God in order for us to become spiritually strong and the vibrant Christian God wants us to be, we must develop a healthy appetite for the Word of God. In the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 4, we find an account of a meeting between Jesus and the devil. And during this meeting with the devil, Jesus underscores the importance of the word of God in the life of a Christian in times of spiritual opposition. You know, the Bible calls the devil our adversary. And I want you to know that the word of God is one of the most potent weapons we have against the devil. Now, verse 1 of Matthew chapter 4 gives us the reason for this encounter between Jesus and the devil. It says that Jesus was led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. So according to this verse, it was the Holy Spirit who led Jesus to be tempted. That means it was the will of God for Jesus to do what he was doing here. Sometimes God will allow us to be tested by evil. We see that very clearly in this verse, Matthew chapter 4 and verse 1. Verse 2 of this chapter gives us a glimpse of the human side of Jesus doing this meeting with the devil. It says, when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward hungry. You know, during Jesus' public ministry, he knew hunger, he wept, he knew sorrow, and he was tempted. So you see, even though Jesus was God manifested in the flesh, when he was on earth, he was subject to the same human characteristics 
and emotions that we are. According to Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 15, Jesus was tempted in all points as we are, yet, yet without sin. Okay, so Jesus is in the wilderness. He has fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And that's when the devil shows up and says to him, verse 3, If you be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. You see, the devil wants to attack us in the place where we are most vulnerable. All of us have areas in our life where we are not as strong as we are in other areas. We know where those weak areas are. It would be very unwise on our part to leave ourselves unprotected in those vulnerable areas. We have to be honest with ourselves. We must put some defenses around those areas because that's where the enemy wants to attack us. That's what he did to Jesus, knowing that he was hungry. Of course, Jesus could have turned the stones into bread, as the devil suggested, and that would have taken care of Jesus' hunger, but Jesus did not take the bait from the devil. Listen to how he responded to the devil in verse 4, and this is the very foundation of this message. Jesus says, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Notice Jesus says, every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Some people feel that because we live in the New Testament era, they will only study the New Testament. But Jesus says, we live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Some preachers choose to preach and teach on limited portions of the Bible. But Jesus says, we live by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. We can be healthy physically, and spiritually only if we have a wholesome diet of the Word of God. The fascinating thing about the Bible is that it is the record of words that have come from the mouth of God or words that have been inspired by God for holy men to write. In a nutshell, when we read the Bible... God is speaking to us. When we get alone and study our Bible, that time deserves our undivided attention because God is speaking to us. When I preach the Word of God, it is God speaking to His people through what I am saying out of His Word. That's why doing preaching, everyone should pay total attention. And I know that getting serious about studying the Word of God for the first time can be intimidating because of the mere size of the Bible. It contains 1,189 chapters. 
And many people grapple with what's the best way to get through the entire Bible. I don't know if there is a best way, but there are two things that I strongly believe a person should do when studying the Bible. One, they should read through an entire book of the Bible instead of reading a few chapters here and then reading a few chapters somewhere else in the Bible. That way you get the complete context of that respective book of the Bible. And number two, have a way to systematically get through the entire Bible. In other words, make sure that you end up studying and completing every book of the Bible. Now here's what the Bible says about the value of the Word of God. In 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16, Paul writes, All scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. So number one, everything in the word of God has been inspired. God breathed and it is profitable for the things Paul mentions here, for doctrine, which is teaching, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness. As we consider what Jesus told the devil about the word of God, you know, that man lives by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And then what Paul says here in 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 16, there's only one valid premise or assumption. It is that we will heed the word of God. In other words, the value of the Bible does not come through merely reading and hearing it, but through obeying it. At home, we have trouble getting our youngest son to eat vegetables and fruits. They are available, but junk food and fast foods are his preference. Having access to the fruits and vegetables is not enough. To benefit from them, he must eat them. By the same token, it is only through obeying the word of God that we will benefit from studying our Bible and hearing the word of God preached. I believe that nobody understands us like God does. No one is wiser in solving my problems than God is. Sometimes somebody will say, I just need God to come down and personally speak to me about this problem. Well, most of the time that won't happen. But if by chance it does, I can tell you that if he did, he would speak consistently with every word that is found in the Bible about that particular issue. The Bible is the primary way that God speaks to us. The word of God imparts life to us. Jesus says, these words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. 
We need the word of God if we want to become and stay the strong and vibrant Christian God wants us to be. Any believer who does not build himself up with the word of God is going to be anemic and spiritually malnourished. All the good natural food in the world can't help in that regard. Bottom line, if you want to be and stay strong in the Lord, you must, not should, but must develop a healthy appetite for the Word of God. My friend, that is my appeal to you today. Amen. Praise God. And listen, I want to thank you for joining me for this episode of the podcast. I hope that you were blessed as we talked about the importance of the Word of God. Until next time, this is Evangelist Frank King saying, May heaven's best be yours.